welcome to Thriving as a Physician, the podcast that teaches you to thrive in your weight loss and life while juggling a packed physician schedule, because you deserve to thrive. Each week, I share sustainable, enjoyable tools that work in your busy life so that you can reach all of your goals faster with more confidence. Everything in this podcast is backed by my experience as an obesity medicine physician, years of coaching physicians on weight loss and eating, and my own personal weight loss journey. Let's get thriving. This podcast contains general educational information on weight loss for physicians. I am not providing medical advice and listening to this podcast does not create a physician-patient relationship. This podcast does not replace the need for consultation with a licensed professional and no information should be relied upon unless you have obtained specific advice or treatment from myself or another physician. Please review the terms and conditions located at www.weightsolutionsforphysicians.ca before continuing. Hey guys, welcome to episode 243 of the Thriving as a Physician podcast. I'm your host, Siobhan Key. Thank you so much for joining me. I have a really important topic for you today. We're going to talk about the three ways that people's comments can mess up your own weight loss journey, but also your day. And I'm going to give you tools on how to manage them, how to approach it, because people are going to make comments And we are going to perceive them as negative. And so learning skills to manage this is a really important piece of a weight loss journey. But first, before I get going, I want to remind you, this is the last week of the giveaway. Have you entered yet? This is the biggest giveaway I have ever offered. I'm doing it in celebration of Thrive Academy for Physicians turning one this month. And we are giving away big discounts on tuition to Thrive Academy for Physicians, as well as spa gift certificates and a Yeti mug. And there's two prize packages to be won. All you need to do to enter to win is head over to my social media, Dr. Siobhan Key, D-R-S-I-O-B-H-A-N-K-E-Y, and find one of the giveaway posts and tag a friend, like it, or share it, or what you can do, which really helps support this podcast is go to wherever you listen to this podcast, leave a review, and then to enter the giveaway, just send me a screenshot, send it to info at weightsolutionsforphysicians.ca, or if it's easier, send me a DM screenshot on Instagram or Facebook. You can enter as many times as you want. So if you really want one of these prize packages, you want to come join me in Thrive Academy with a hugely discounted tuition, you really are craving some spa time and you love a Yeti mug that's personalized, then get going and enter this. It's your last week. The draw closes on June 30th and we will be drawing winners randomly. Please note, you need to be a physician to use the discount. Thrive Academy for Physicians is only for physicians. And so you do need to be a physician to be able to access that discount. All right. Can't wait to see your entries. So today we're talking about how somebody's comments can throw you and can really throw your weight loss journey. And it can have a profound effect. You can be like having a good day and feeling like things are going really well. And then somebody can make some comment and you'll feel this reaction and it'll be like your day takes a big left-hand turn, takes a huge swerve away from how it was going. And maybe you'll spend the day feeling bad about yourself. Maybe your actions and your food choices will change. 
Maybe you'll doubt your ability to reach your goal. There's so many different ways that this can show up. And it's pretty much a given that especially if you're managing your weight long-term, somebody will make a comment at some time. So it's an essential skill. You have to learn how to do this, how to manage it. We can't control everybody in our universe and tell them to stop making comments. That'd be lovely if we could, by the way, but we can't. And the reality of being physicians is we're in a somewhat public position, meaning that there are lots of people in our lives that we interact with that may feel comfortable making comments about our body or our weight to us that may not feel so comfortable to receive them. I have dealt with this so much in my own journey, and it's why it's just an important topic that I like to talk about, as well as it comes up really regularly inside Thrive Academy for Physicians. It's a topic we coach around quite regularly because it comes up. How many of you have been asked or congratulated on your upcoming pregnancy when you're rocking a marina and there's no pregnancy in sight? And like, how uncomfortable is that? Can I tell you like how many times it feels like almost every week I used to get congratulated on my pregnancy or commented on my upcoming maternity leave when I had no plans on being pregnant. And it always happened on the days where I felt like I'd go into the office feeling like really good, like got dressed up, put some effort in actually blow dried my hair, maybe even put some makeup on. This was back when my kids were little. It was like, I was like, oh, I'm winning today. And then I particularly remember this one time taking the elevator up to our office and some lady, don't even know her, in the elevator congratulated me and asked me when I was due. And it was like this, just this huge like lead balloon. Like just, I was feeling so good. I remember it was like a newer shirt. And I felt really good in it, putting effort in. And it was just like this lead balloon, like just dropped. And for the longest time, I didn't even know how to handle it. I didn't even know what to say. And it was so uncomfortable. I think I mumbled something like, "Uh, I'm not pregnant. And then scurried out of the elevator as soon as I was able to. Because picture that, that comment happens in an elevator and you can't leave (laughs) until the door is open. And Back then, because I was working so hard on trying to figure out how to lose weight, I was carrying so much shame about it. And I was so embarrassed when people would comment and ask me if I was pregnant. I felt like it was a spotlight that just shone on this biggest failure of my life. And I'm sharing this with like all honesty of that's what it's felt like, because I know that there's a lot of you listening that will also have very similar experience. And it was like, somebody was just taking a big laser pointer and being like, yeah, but look at this. Like, you don't have this together. And that shame that I was carrying about my own weight really impacted my reaction to these comments. But also, can we just do a public service announcement right now and say, if you're not 100% sure somebody's pregnant, can we just not ask people when they're due? Like just maybe as a community, we can decide. We won't assume that somebody with a belly is pregnant. I feel, I hope it's getting better. I don't know. It's probably not getting better, but let's just spread that word. We'll invest in some bus posters for a campaign. And then here's the thing is once I started losing weight and 
I was feeling good about what was happening. I felt like I'd figured it out. I was starting to let go of some of that shame I was just talking about. But what I was not prepared for is how often my weight would become a topic of conversation in the office visit. I swear there was a while there where it was almost every office visit. I would go from room to room, almost every office visit, we would have to talk about my weight. And patients were meaning it very kindly and telling me positive things, but it felt very uncomfortable, especially when we think about coming from that place of that shame of, I never should have had the weight in the first place was my belief system back then. And then for my weight to be something I had to talk about and navigate before I could actually get to the meat of a patient visit was really uncomfortable. As well as there was this piece of it of when people were commenting positively, like, oh, you look really good. You've lost so much weight. How are you doing it? These were like, they were very well-intentioned comments. But the flip side of it, and this is something a lot of physicians that I work with deal with, the flip side of that is you're like, damn it, they saw. I thought I was hiding it. I thought people didn't know how bad it was, but obviously people noticed. And that is uncomfortable. And so as a physician, if you're working on weight loss, there are going to be this multifaceted way that people's comments can show up and can influence your days. Those are just some examples that I experienced myself. I know there's lots of others. I could tell you about fights my husband and I had. I still, one of the worst fights we had was him talking to, trying to talk to me about my French fries and fast food. And he was meaning it lovingly. He was wanting to help me, but it wasn't helpful. He, he was just telling me not to do it. And he was worried because it wasn't healthy. And it's not like I didn't know that, right? I knew that. I just couldn't figure out how I could stop. That was the big piece. And so even that type of comment where a loved one wants to help you, wants to care about you, makes a comment about your weight or your eating. It can feel very uncomfortable. It can feel inflammatory. It can result in blowout fights where you leave the house and go and rant to a friend, which is what happened to us. It's such an important skill to learn about how can we feel more in control when these things happen to you, because it's pretty much guaranteed Somebody somewhere is going to make comments and they may not always feel good. So I was thinking about it. The way I would divide this up, be people's comments on like your body or your weight, maybe comments on health risks, like that example from my husband that was worrying about my health with how I was eating. It might be somebody's comments on your eating, like, oh, are you sure you want that extra piece? (laughs) Are you sure you need that? right? Those types of comments. Or it might be the comments like I shared of they're positive, but they don't feel comfortable about weight loss, about how your body's changed. But then I wanted to add in that there's also the thoughts that we have about what people around us might be thinking about our weight or our eating. And this, these ones are tricky because it can feel like they are thinking that, So an example, really common one that I hear would be you're sitting in a lunchtime meeting at the hospital, there's food there, there's treats, you feel like the biggest physician in the room and 
you don't feel comfortable eating what you feel you need because it feels like everybody's watching and judging what you're eating. And that would be a really good example. Nobody's in that example. Nobody said, hey, do you sure you need that extra thing? But it's this feeling that we can predict what other people are thinking about our eating or our weight. And the experience inside your head is that it's like people have said stuff to you. And it's really, really uncomfortable. But it also isn't real. It hasn't happened. It's a prediction. But it can really impact what your actions are, how you interact in that meeting. And I hear this from a lot of physicians. You don't eat in the meeting because you don't want people judging what you're eating. And then so you leave the meeting, you're hungry, you don't have much time. And maybe you end up with a less healthy option because you're just in a hurry and you have to get back to your office or to emerge or wherever else you're going. And you don't have the time to get something else. Another example of that would be a friend orders a burger or sorry, friend orders a salad. You're up for lunch with them. You want to order the burger, but you worry if you order the burger, what are they thinking about you? Especially if, if you like me are larger than your friends. Like for a lot of my life, I felt like I was the only friend that had a weight issue. We talk more openly about it now, so I don't think that's true, but it definitely felt that way. And so if I was out and people were ordering just these light salads and I'm like, but I want the burger and the fries, there was this element of like, okay, what are they going to be thinking if I'm as the heavier one sitting here eating the burger and fries and they're eating a salad? There's a lot of different ways that this can come up. So the question is, what do we do about it? How do we take something that feels like it's quite out of our control, meaning what people say or do, never in our control. And how do we start to feel some ownership and control over our reaction so that we get to decide whether a comment ends up throwing us for the rest of the day or multiple days, whether it makes you wear different clothes and question if you look pregnant in your new shirt. I'm not sure, honestly, that shirt that I was wearing in that elevator, I don't think I ever wore it again. Again, it was brand new and I really liked it. It was pretty and I don't think I ever wore it again because I'm like, if I wear that, people are going to think I'm pregnant. And I'm hypersensitive when I'm, because of all the times I've been asked if I'm pregnant and because I do carry my weight on my stomach. If I put any weight on, it is on my stomach. I'm really careful when I'm buying clothes that they don't have any look of a maternity type cut to them. It's interesting, like sitting here and reflecting how how long lasting that impact has been. It's one of my biggest fears to be asked if I'm pregnant. And what's really interesting is it just happened to me again. Randomly, we were at Universal Studios with the kids on a trip in May. I was so frustrated at my kids in like some cafeteria restaurant trying to just get lunch and they were like being dinglings and bothering me. And Then as I'm checking out and I'm wearing just this big oversized Disneyland sweatshirt and a pair of shorts, as we're checking out, the guy at the checkout of this cafeteria goes, oh, in congratulations. I'm like, sorry, what? Thinking he was congratulating me for my orangutan kids. (laughs) I was like, sorry, what? And he's like, congratulations. And I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm not pregnant. (laughs) And moved on. But again, it's like, and I have no idea why he thought I was pregnant based on what I was wearing, but it still had that power to be like, oh, like, you know, what's wrong with me if people think I'm pregnant? It's like long lasting. So, how do we handle this? Well, how can you approach this from a coaching approach? 
to have more control and feel better about it. Number one is that people's comments come from their own thoughts. So somebody is having a certain type of day, certain circumstances in their life, and that ends up triggering having thoughts, which then creates the action of them saying something. And we don't know any of it, of what's going on with somebody. The only piece that we actually know is what they said. The circumstance that was going on in their life, the thought that they had behind it, we don't know what those are. Maybe they're mean, but I really like to think most of these times when comments are made, even when they feel really hurtful, the intention behind it probably was positive. It was probably somebody trying to be nice. Now, I know that's not universal. It's not always applicable, but I like to go through my world assuming that people have good intentions. Because here's the thing, we never know. We cannot ever know truly what somebody's intentions are. We have thoughts about what their intentions are, but you never know. So if we have thoughts about their intentions, what is more helpful? Is it more helpful to think that they had negative intentions? Or is it more helpful to think, okay, there was probably some positive intention behind that. So like the lady in the elevator, who knows? I have no idea why she decided to congratulate me on a pregnancy that I didn't have. Maybe her daughter just announced a pregnancy and she's super excited about grandkids and is looking for pregnancy everywhere and wants to celebrate it. 100% made up, but that's equally as likely to be true as she saw my fat tummy and assumed I was nine months pregnant. And it was all just because of my weight that she made the comment. That was my belief when that happened. That happened a long time ago. That was my belief for that time. But the other one is equally as likely to be true. We get to choose our thoughts about why people say stuff. We can think thoughts that add to the pain of the comment, like my original one that I think I thought of, oh my gosh, my stomach's so fat. She thinks I'm like nine months pregnant. That was pretty painful. (laughs) That took me a long time to get over it. As you can tell, it stuck with me. Whereas back then, if I'd been able to say, oh, maybe she just has pregnancy goggles on because she's super excited about somebody's upcoming pregnancy and sees pregnancy everywhere, that would be less painful. It would have impacted me less if I had been able to hold on to that thought. The reality is a lot of times people's actions have way less to do with us than what we think they do. So when somebody makes a comment like that, a comment about your body, a comment about your eating, it may have very little to do with you. It may actually be about them and something they're going on. In my obesity medicine group, we focus on lower carb eating of some version, a lower carb approach like what I've talked about in this podcast a fair bit. And people regularly get comments on their food choices. And what's really interesting is, again, the intention when somebody talks to you about like, oh, are you sure you should be saying no to that? Are you sure you should be eating that food? The intention is good. They're wanting to look after you, but they're also, it might actually just be more about them, meaning they may be trying to figure out what they should be eating to care for themselves. And they may be feeling like they're getting conflicting information, or they may feel like they just found the resource, the best piece of information, and they're trying to share it. The reality is humans are selfish creatures. And most of the time, we perceive comments and actions being about us because we are a selfish creature. And I say this with love, being a selfish creature. 
But the reality is most of the times, somebody else's actions and comments are about them because they also are a selfish creature, said with love. And the more we can recognize that, that maybe it's not about us at all, it lets you let them have that comment. You don't have to pick that comment up and all the pain attached to it and hold it tight and carry it through the rest of the week. You can just let it be with them and be like, okay, that one's probably about them. Who knows? Maybe they're having a bad day. Maybe they are worried about their own weight. Who knows? You'll never know the reasons. And because we never know the reasons, we get to choose which ones we want to believe. We can make them up. We can decide anything you want about why somebody made a comment. And that's the beauty of it. You get to have that creative license with it to find versions that feel better for you. Just because it's the default version your brain tells you about why somebody made a comment, just because you have a default reaction thought, that does not mean it is the most true one. It actually may be the most biased one, the most least true, because it's really coming from a reaction. So it's coming from a place of all of your previous experiences and what you've made them mean. It may not be true at all, your initial thought. And if you can create space to pause and kind of consider what story am I telling myself about this? What other options might be there? Do I like this story? Do I like how it feels? Or do I want to think something different? Do I want to come up with something different? So the place where we have control is always over our own thoughts. And you can change your emotional reaction to something by managing your own thoughts, by being like, is that the story I want to carry with me? Or do I want to think a different story? And so really notice when you have a reaction to somebody's comments and then take that pause and ask yourself, okay, is that actually the story I want to be telling myself about why they said that? Is it possible for me to just let that comment be about them and not even carry it with me? Just let them keep that comment. There's a lot of different ways that you can play with this. Now, I wanted to talk a little bit about the comments that people haven't actually made, but you think that they're thanking them. (laughs) Right? Like that example of, you know, at the meeting where you think everybody's going to watch what you eat and have judgment on what you eat, but nobody in the meetings actually said anything about what you eat. That's its own little collection. And it's handling it a little bit different because those thoughts are yours. In that example, unless somebody has actually said something to you, your thoughts that are predicting what they're thinking, predicting what they might say are yours. They're more about you and what you're thinking about yourself, your eating, your weight, your body, all those different things that makes you view the world in a different lens. So I think the place to manage this is noticing where your brain's telling you these stories, because really these are stories. They are made up interpretations of something that may happen that has not happened yet and may never happen. And so if we can really notice where is it that people have actually said something and we need to do our thoughts and manage our thinking around what they said, but where is it that somebody hasn't said something and it's our imagination about what they might be thinking that feels almost as intense as if they said something. Because then the place to manage is really from our place. We don't even have to think about what the other person really is going through because they haven't said anything. In this example, it really is coming from us and our imagination, which is great because then you can just label it as, okay, that's just a story. I'm just making something up in my mind about what they might be thinking. 
I don't have to keep that. I find these ones are easier to let go. And honestly, this is a really big skill that when I learned, it really helped relationships for me because I spent a lot of time in my head assuming I knew what people might do, might say. I spent time in my head having arguments with people that they were never there for, but it was it created the same emotional impact of like actually directly arguing with them. And it created like longer lasting pain from the disagreement because I kept the argument going in my head almost like they were there, but it was always just with me. And when I recognized and learned, this is a place where our brains actually create a lot of pain for us, a lot of discomfort, and it can be simple to let it go. We can just decide, oh, that's just a story I'm telling myself. I don't need to go down that. I don't need to keep imagining what they might be thinking. It has no bearing on me. They're allowed their own thoughts. You imagining what they might be thinking does not change what they are actually thinking. It doesn't protect you. It just makes you feel often negative emotions related to what you think the worst case scenario might be that they're thinking. Because it is uncommon for us to be like, oh, look at them. They're thinking I'm looking like good today. And they're really excited about the food choices I'm making. And they're thinking I'm doing an amazing job at work today. Those aren't the stories we're telling ourselves, right? It's usually we tell ourselves the opposite. If you can recognize that they are just stories, they are just made up, those events have not occurred, and yet they have emotional impact on you by just imagining it, then you can start to let it go and decide that you want to think something different. Decide that you want to have a different view on it. All right. So watch where you're having an emotional reaction to somebody's actual comments about your body, your weight, your eating, whatever it is, and recognize that their comments are born of things in their life that you will never know. Their comments are more likely to be about them than they are about you. And the place where you can control your experience is how you want to think or what you want to make those comments mean. And then the second part of this episode to walk away with is watch where you are making stories up that feel like people have made comments when nobody's uttered a word, when it's just purely your imagination and your brain wanting to predict what could happen. And just see if you can let it go and even replace it with like, what if they're actually thinking the total opposite? What if they are thinking I'm amazing? What if while I'm eating in this lunch, they're thinking more about how much they are impressed with me about how I handle meetings than about what I'm eating? It's all possible and it's probably more likely than some of the stuff you're telling yourself. All right. Any questions or comments about that, please send me an email info at weightsolutionsforphysicians.ca. I would love to hear from you. Make sure you get in on that giveaway last few days this week. And then if you are a physician who feels like you're just putting so much effort into managing your weight, into managing your eating, And it's just exhausting. You want to feel like you have it under control, but you want to feel that way without putting all this work in. Well, that's exactly what I help physicians do. And I can help you. All you need to do is head over to weightsolutionsforphysicians.ca, click on the work with me tab, and then fill out an application. That allows you to book a one-on-one appointment with me where we can talk about your specific challenges. And I can give you my advice about how I would approach it differently. 
And if you really like what we talk about, then we can also talk about what it will look like for you to join Thrive Academy for Physicians and work with me on an ongoing basis. All right. Have a fantastic day, guys. We'll talk to you later. Bye-bye.